Well, good evening. How's everyone? It's Monday night. It's Monday night. I got a beer. Let's do this. Actually, honest uh, confession, as often happens, I have two beers. I'm finishing this Pilsner or Cal. I'm going to do it right now. Oh. Mmm. Heck of a beer. Heck of a nice beer. Highly recommend picking that one up. Can't go wrong with a nice can of Pilsner or Cal. Uh, what do we got going on tonight? Well, it's an exciting one, and uh, we're gonna have to do a little. Uh, we have to do a little explanation for this one to make sense. Uh, so we're gonna do that right now. Uh, <laughs> look what I got here. You know what this is? If I just showed you this picture on the can, if you're watching one of the videos. What do we have here? It's an eagle with uh, sort of a motorcycle crash helmet, some cool goggles flipped up, and uh, some red and blue stars. Well, if you, like me, were like me, you could be forgiven for not knowing that this is Naughty Neighbor from Nickel Brook Brewing. Now, let's talk for a long time. Pretty much as long as I can remember. Uh, Nickel Brooks uh, label, its branding on Naughty Neighbor uh, was not to my liking <laughs> um, and not to a lot of people's liking. Uh, it was um, rightly perceived to be uh, sexually objectifying uh, women and that sucks. And even worse than that, when people would ask them about it, on social media, et cetera, et cetera, you would often get a, uh, like, a, oh, just relax, we're just having some fun, kind of bro-y kind of uh, response, uh, which was uh, making a bad situation worse. <laughs> like, uh, maybe that shouldn't have been a surprise, because obviously they have this not great label, uh, but to uh, to be that tone deaf, that took, uh, that took a special... Um, <laughs> a special thing. So uh, people would often ask me, uh, hey, can you do a Nickelbrook beer, this beer, that beer? And uh, I would always just kind of noncommittally go, yeah, wait a minute. But uh, I haven't had a Nickelbrook beer in five years, maybe. Um, and out of the context of the podcast, I would actively tell people to avoid them. Nothing to do with the quality. I think the beer's great. Ryan Morrow, good dude, great brewer. Uh, he doesn't make those labels, but uh, I just was like, there's so many good breweries out there that don't sexually objectify women in their labels. Uh, why support one that does and one that clearly doesn't care because it's not like they didn't know that it annoyed people. Uh, but anyway, as described in this new label, it's an eagle. It's a mean looking eagle. Looks sort of like uh, a mix between maybe it's Eagle Knievel. I was going to say like Evil Knievel and something else. It's Eagle Knievel. I wonder. I'm not going to read the can because you know how I don't like to do that. Um, maybe it says somewhere. But anyway, the good news is the packaging is no longer sexually objectifying women. Hey, Jake, welcome aboard. So when I saw this at the LCBO the other day, now I don't know how long this label change has happened. It might have been two years ago. COVID's been crazy, but it's the first time I became aware of the fact that it now is in a new wrapper, a non-sexually objectifying wrapper, and one that I can happily support. So I just grabbed it right off the shelf. 
And now we're going to get into it. Uh, this is a beer I, I did drink um, somewhat regularly, especially on draft in the early days. Um, to be fair and honest and open, um, I just wasn't as uh, concerned myself with that sort of packaging. I always thought it was a little bit eh, but as time went on and I really gave it thought and consideration and also listened to some people uh, for whom that sort of packaging was um, personally quite troubling, um, I came to appreciate that uh, it wasn't okay. So uh, I did end up kind of quietly... I don't like using the word boycott. It sounds so dumb, but that's what it was. I just never bought a beer from Nickelbrook ever for the past five years, give or take. Um, but it is a beer I had. Now, a beer in five years, especially a pale ale, things can change a little. So this one could be totally new to me. I don't know. I do know. I'm excited to give it another try and to welcome it back into the fold. Nickelbrook, naughty neighbor, welcome back to beers that can be sold just on the quality of what's in the can without having to put women on the labels. Welcome back, guys. Glad to have you. Let's give this guy a sniff. Mmm. I almost, I actually just poured some in my mustache. I almost poured it down my face trying to get in there. It's very citrusy. Lemony. We got, uh, There's a very clear malt quality to it. Um, some maltiness in there for sure, which is great on a pale ale. I don't want it to be just hops, to be perfectly honest with you, even in an American style. It's grapefruity. Maybe like a little mango-y. All right, I got to drink it now. I'm excited. Mmm. Huh. It tastes a lot like Dale's pale ale. In a very good way. It's a little piney. Yeah, the hot presence on the palate is more uh, earthy piney forward. There's still, um, it's not so lemony now. It's, it's kind of white grapefruity. It's very much white grapefruity, actually. Um, and, and quite an assertively bitter finish. The immediate hit is actually kind of danky pine. Mm. You know what it is? I bet there's a lot of citra in here. It's got a real interesting citra pop. Citrus fruits, white grapefruit, kind of dank earthiness. I bet this is a citra-heavy beer. And again, um, very reminiscent of Dale's Pale Ale uh, from... Uh, why do I always forget where that's from? It's from somewhere in the United States, and it's delicious. But uh, it's interesting. Hang on a titch. Just thinking about that. The malt presence. It is there if you go looking for it. And actually, it's quite hazy. I'm wondering if there's wheat in there. I think there's wheat. Yeah. I'm not positive, but I'm going to go with there's definitely wheat in there. It's funny. Definitely. That sounds positive. Hmm. I digress. That's a great pale ale. Uh, similar to like a Canuck. A bit different, though. Maybe a little bit um, um, more, uh, I was going to say assertively hoppy. The, the, uh, there's more pronounced, uh, like, perceived bitterness. Um, it's not squeaky quite, but it's moving in that direction. Um, man, I need to have an IPA sometime soon that is squeaky, because the number of times I say it's quite bitter, but it's not squeaky, I think we need something squeaky. 
I have some bone shaker in the fridge. That's squeaky. Mmm. Yeah. Dank and earthy white grapefruit. Touch of malty sweetness, and again, I think some wheat. And the finish is quite dry, quite hoppy. Bitter. That's delightful. Oh, naughty neighbor. Glad to feel comfortable drinking you again. And I'm glad that despite the fact that it took a long time and there was a lot of pretty crappy, bro-y, come on guys, we're just having a bit of fun, BS, um, that obviously the message finally got through. And uh, so here we go. Naughty Neighbor, Nickelbrook. I bought it at uh, the LCBO. Easy to spot with its uh, Eagle Knievel uh, character on the label there, blue and white. Also, um, I like the move to this design. Um, it's a white background. It's it's very uh, graphic, comic-y, blue accents, red and white. Previously, it had been a black can with a somewhat scantily clad woman on it. Previous to that, it was more like a propaganda poster, but with a woman instead of Uncle Sam. But this design, it's great, super clean, um, very distinct. I, I seem to recall there, there was uh, headstock in a, a similar, uh, that's their IPA, um, similar um, design convention. Obviously, it looked a bit different, but um, they've obviously rebranded and, and fantastic work on that. I like it. Oh, yeah, there's stuff written on here. Uh, let me just take a peek and see what we see. Strong notes of citrus and pine sparkle on a thirst-quenching malt backdrop. Our American-style pale ale is daringly different, but fearlessly familiar. Stay reckless. Be brave. It's pretty dramatic, but that's okay. I agree with most of that. Uh, I guess daringly different? Not by today's standards. It's delicious. And its uh, descriptors are crushable, citrus, and freedom, which I find funny. So that's nice. And we do have uh, brewing notes. Two-row, pale ale, carafoam, and flaked wheat. There we go. Hops are Cascade, Centennial, and Citra. Yeah, there's definitely Citra in there. And uh, California ale. Perfect. Yeah, it contains barley and wheat. It says the pour color is lemon drop. We call that lemon drop. It's quite yellow. Yeah, it's lemony. Yeah, I'll give them that. That's hazy. Nice, uh, nice white head on it too. What a fantastic pale ale, man! Great beer, and a, and now a great package. So, I say have and have at it. Now I used to see the naughty neighbor in its old wrapper uh, at the uh, at the Loblaws too. So, wouldn't be surprised if this one's available at your local grocery store, uh, probably the beer store too. Also. Head out to the brewery if you're at that way, um, sort of Burlington Hamilton way. You know what? I've even lost track where they're at because they moved around. There was a, a brewery and then they moved and them and Collective Arts are in the same space because it's the same company. Uh, and so I don't know where they're at, but uh, I always go. If you're near a brewery and you're a beer person, why aren't you going to go to it? It's perfect. Who doesn't love going to a brewery? Come on. Now I need to think about food. I'm going to have a sip of beer. You know what this would honestly be really good with? And it could just be that I was thinking about it today, craving it. But 
I did not have it today, nor will I likely have it this week. But this is going to be good with the way I like a falafel. Not just a falafel. That's a little too gen- uh, generalized. But my style of falafel, which is very spicy and like offensively garlicky. Offensive is the level of garlic that I want in my uh, my my falafel. Uh, and that is to say it's offensive to your senses of smell and taste. And then it's offensive, offensive to the people around you who then have to endure the smell of it coming off of you. That's the level of garlic sauce I'm looking for. Very spicy, very garlic saucy. Why is this going to work? Well, as always, hoppy beers, spiciness, they work well together. But that garlic sauce, man, it's rich and it's garlicky. Did you know it's it's. It's like mayonnaise, but instead of an egg as the emulsifier, you're using garlic, which is also what um, aioli is. People think that aioli is just um, mayo with garlic mixed into it, which nine times out of ten it is. But if you make aioli properly, you're actually using no eggs, just garlic and oil and acid. Uh, the tum, I believe is how you pronounce it, which is the lovely garlic sauce in a falafel. That's what that is. It's just garlic, olive oil, lemon juice, and salt. And you have to really you use the salt to make a paste with the garlic in a mortar and pestle or a food processor. And then you add some acid and some oil and you just it's this constant back and forth because it's such a weak emulsifier. It's really easy to break it. Um, but if you do it right and my wife, Miss Erica, is... I don't know, voodoo levels of making that stuff so good. Um, man, that sauce is good and garlicky and salty. Um, the aggressive citrus and dank qualities are going to cut through that garlic in a really nice way. And then falafels, if you make them right, uh, the chickpeas, both the chickpeas and the parsley have quite a, an earthy quality to them, which would uh, complement the earthy qualities in this beer. So I think that'd be perfect. Also, I was thinking about eating a falafel today. And uh, so now it's in my head. But it's not on the meal plan this week. Do you guys make a meal plan? You should, especially if you're an adult. I'll take that back, especially if you're an adult with kids. It really can help with with family planning stuff. Not like that family planning. What am I saying? Anyway, that's the food. We're going to have a falafel with it. It'll be great. I really want to have a falafel. I think I'm going to put it on the meal plan for next week. Because, gosh, it's good. And Erica's so good at making them. She makes the, the falafel balls, too. So good. What a woman. I'm a lucky man. Anyway... That's what we're drinking. Nickelbrook, Naughty Neighbor in a no longer sexist can. That's good stuff. Uh, LCBO, probably the beer store. I don't know. Grocery for sure, maybe. And uh, definitely at the brewery. Check them out. Uh, similarly, Collective took over uh, the old The Six Brew House, uh, which I can't think of anyone who would have guessed that place wasn't going to last. Uh, <laughs> but they also might serve uh, Nickelbrook stuff because, again, co-ownership. Um, so you could check them out there, too, possibly. Not sure, but possibly. Uh, let me have a drink, and then I'm going to come back at you. Ah, that's good stuff. Hey, did you know because beer is happening again in Hamilton in two weeks' time, I think? Let me just Google it right now. Because... Beer. I spelled because wrong, but don't worry. 
October 29th and 30th. I am correct. That is not this weekend. That is next weekend. Go to becausebeer.ca. Tickets are on sale now. Because Beer Harvest Edition. Craft Beer and Craft Cider returns to Pier 4 Park October 29th and 30th. Tickets on sale now. This is in Hamilton, friends, and it is delightful. Who's going to be there? A lot of people. I was going to... Ooh... I was going to read this out to you, but uh, I'm not because it's a long list. I will just highlight Nickelbrook will be there. Good for them. Uh, Merit is going to be there. Collective, of course, we discussed that. Same company. There's a lot of good looking breweries going to be there. Uh, so go check that out. $24.99 for a single day. $34.99. What a coup. 10 extra dollars for both days. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to go to that, but I would encourage anyone who can to go check that out. What a fantastic event. Because Beer in Hamilton, look that up. Uh, what else is going down? Well, I'll tell you this. This Saturday, it's finals day in the McCormick Cup, which is the uh, senior men's rugby competition here in southern Ontario. Balmy Beach, my team poised having gone undefeated this season which I'm proud of as I say I had nothing to do with it that's not entirely true one of the nice things about rugby is if you're on the team and you're practicing with the team you are genuinely helping that team be better Uh, so while I haven't played any uh, first team minutes I've played some second team minutes uh, I can still stake a claim to being part of that team uh, which is nice especially for an old guy who gets injured really easily. Um, We are playing, I believe, Oshawa. And let me tell you, if you want a bit of fun, why don't you come on down to Tubbs and G uh, Field? That is a Coxwell between uh, Lakeshore and Eastern, right uh, north of the skate park. Come on down on Saturday. I think uh, us twos are going to be playing at 1.30, And then the uh, first team is playing at 3.30. And that is for all the bananas, as they say. Uh, We're obviously hopeful for two wins. Um, But I confess more than any round yet this season, this is going to be a tough one. You don't win a championship in a cakewalk. Oh, hey, Mary Beth. Um, So, yeah, here's the best part. Oh, and here's Erica, too. Fantastic. Uh, Here's the best part. It's free. So come on down. Now, I'm not going to tell you that you can bring containers of alcohol and just enjoy them on your own terms. But you can. Unless we get a beer tent, in which case then you probably can't. So just be forewarned of that. But uh, we are, uh, yeah, going to play and it's going to be great. You know me and rugby. Good golly. You might even see me play a couple of minutes for the twos if you come down. That could be fun. Uh, So that's happening. That's very exciting for me, even if it's not exciting for anybody else. We also just wrapped up the junior season. Um, Oh, somebody's loving this. Uh, I don't know who. I can't figure out Instagram. I'm not that smart. Uh, (laughs) We, uh, yeah, we wrapped up the junior season there this past weekend. And I say this at least twice a year at the start of the season and at the end, but it is the end of the season. So it's time for me to say it and to remind you of this. Can I tell you 
there's not a lot more gratifying, satisfying uh, things you can do than coaching children at a thing that you love and that they're learning. Um, It's amazing. So I coached once again, the little U8s. And to a lesser extent, you sixes. So that's under eights and under sixes. Um, I actually had a, a primary coach uh, who coached the U sixes mostly, but I did a bit of that. Um, they're really cute and little. That's kindergarten aged kids playing rugby. My guys are like grade one aged. Um, but uh, the thrill and the pride that you feel watching these kids grow and develop as players and people. I know that sounds really cliche, but it's totally true. We had a tournament on Saturday and we had you, well, both teams, actually, the sixes and eights, playing a game that looked very conspicuously like rugby. Uh, It was fantastic. And uh, as I say, literally bursting with pride for these kids, Uh, many of whom uh, couldn't really throw a rugby ball until like a week and a half ago. Um, they could throw a ball, but it didn't look like a rugby ball getting thrown. They were just kind of hucking it around. Um, and things just started to click, and it was great. Uh, I, I obviously love rugby and love coaching it. I'm not saying get out there and coach rugby, although if that's your game, get out there and coach rugby. But uh, odds are you do something cool and fun and interesting, and uh, and there might well be a group, a club, an organization uh, in your area that I promise you, if they exist, they are always struggling to find leadership, to find coaches, to find volunteers, to find that sort of thing. And all you got to do is show up. Actually, that's not entirely true. Uh, Typically, you also have to do a criminal uh, record check just to make sure that they call it a a vulnerable sector screening because you're working with children. They want to make sure that you're not a creep, basically. Or at least not a convicted creep. Obviously, you might be a creep who just hasn't been caught. If that's the case, I would invite you to get help now uh, and stop being a creep. But that's actually a really complicated thing, so we'll leave that for the minute. Uh, That's all it takes, though, for the most part. Certainly, that's what it took for coaching a bomby. Prove that you're not a creep. Show that you're interested. We have people who come in and coach who have never even played rugby because we can teach them enough to coach the little guys at doing it. It's great. Um, So whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be a sport. You might be a painter. You might be a musician. I promise you there is a group, an organization, whatever, a club in your area that uh, probably could use your uh, uh, volunteer time. And will you get paid? No. Will you have an amazing time uh, with fantastic kids and be inspired by them? Probably. I certainly was. So I can't say enough how how fantastic coaching kids is. Uh, I will say it, it's infuriating at times and you'll be pulling out your hair at times. Um, but all that stuff kind of rinses away. And what you're left with is just fantastic memories and, and pride for these wonderful kids and everything they accomplished. It's 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 really amazing. So, as I say, can't recommend enough. If you can volunteer at something, volunteer at it and, uh, and just have a fantastic time doing it. Uh, anything else? Nope. No more rugby news. Unfortunately, Canada got eliminated. No first time we haven't qualified for a world cup ever. Think about that in the modern era. Although yeah, it's ever 
because there is only a modern era for rugby world cups. It's not like the Olympics. Uh, first time failed to qualify. Really unfortunate. But uh, the one knock on effect was a bunch of players from the arrows were uh, at Canada camp and weren't eligible to play this past weekend. So three of my friends from my team got to play for the Toronto arrows, which was a really delightful thing. If you want to see a bunch of hard, you know, knuckle dragging rugby players bursting with pride for their teammates, just show up to the practice before the day that some guys get to play for the local professional team and you will see it. It's endearing. Uh, so yeah, big ups, Julian, Ben Norton. We're super proud of you guys. Uh, you heard it first here. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's what I got. That's what I got because beer, I actually had an event this time. Isn't that great? There's events happening again. Uh, don't forget, download your, uh, um, what do they call it? Something or other passport, COVID, enhanced document, whatever. It's a QR code. Super easy. You get a PDF, stick it on your phone. You don't have to think about it again. Open it up anytime they ask you. Blip, scan, done. What's that you say? You can't get one because you haven't been vaccinated twice? What the hell are you waiting for? Just go and get it done. Damn. Why do we have to make the end of this so heavy? Just get vaccinated. Hurry up. Billions of people have done it with minimal to no side effects. So you're going to feel like hell for a day. That's it. Then you're done. It's easy. Get yourself jabbed, get your documentation to prove it, and then go out and enjoy things like movies and bars and going to Because Beer. Because you can. Because you've done your part. You've vaccinated. And other than that, pick up some naughty neighbors, show Nickelbrook some love. Even if it took them way longer than insane to clean up that mess of a label, they've done it now. So we should honor that. The uh, Eagle Can Evil Can, that's what I'm calling it. Good on you, Nickelbrook. I'm not a fan of how long it took, but I'm a fan that you did it now. So congratulations, guys. Welcome back to the fold. I'll buy your beer again. Uh, other than that, I'll be back in a week. Uh, don't know what I'm going to do. Don't know what I'm going to drink. Might talk to somebody, but I always say that. And then I don't because I have to set that up. Although with rugby being done now, uh, I have more time on my hands. So it's entirely possible that I will do exactly that. Set something up. We'll have to see. But uh, until then, have a great week. Come down Saturday. Like I said, Tubbs and G. Easy to find. Uh, watch some rugby. It's free. It's outdoors. It's beautiful. Come on down, hang out. Even if you don't know what rugby looks like, it's a fantastic game. You'll figure it out. You move the ball this way and you run that way and you score points. What else do you need to know? Oh, and people get tackled all the time. It's great. Yeah, that's it for tonight, kids. You have a good week. I'll talk at you in seven days, <laughs> unless I've been grievously injured, but let's hope that doesn't happen. I'll talk at you in seven days. I'll be fine. <laughs>